0: The beginning of a new year is a good time to look back and celebrate victories won during the past 12 months, but it's also an opportunity to look to the future. In this episode of Apostolic Life in the 21st Century, UPCI General Superintendent Dr. David K. Bernard shares some of the highlights from 2022 and his vision for the coming year. Welcome to Apostolic Life in the 21st Century, a podcast dedicated to helping modern day believers live out the teachings of the first century church. This podcast is part of the teaching ministry of Dr. David K. Bernard. Dr. Bernard has dedicated his life to studying the Bible and helping believers apply its message to their daily lives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. This is our first episode of 2023. Hard to believe we're already in the new year. But I think the beginning of a new year is a really good time to look back and to celebrate the victories that we won during the past 12 months. But I think it's also a good time to look ahead and see what challenges and opportunities are on the horizon. As the General Superintendent of the United Pentecostal Church, what do you feel like were some of the highlights of 2022? And what personal ministry experiences stand out
1: to you from the last year? 2022 was an interesting year because we were recovering from covid And we were, uh, so which meant in most cases a lower attendance. We were going through economic and political uncertainty, which caused disturbance and of course rapid cultural changes, which are still ongoing. But I think that caused a lot of instability in people's minds and lives and in society. But it was a good year because most churches were rebuilding and so their their attendance was growing back up. Their finances remained steady or in many cases actually increased. As far as the UPCI as a whole is concerned, it was our greatest year ever financially, uh, strongest year ever. Um, We uh, Record offerings in every category, and not just marginal, but uh, growth, if if I remember correctly, um, our Christmas for Christ offering, which was collected at the beginning of 2022 for North American missions, it was a 32 percent increase to 7.8 million. Our um, move the mission offering, which is raised by the youth for youth ministry, but they distribute a lot to missions. Uh, they also had a record increase. I believe it was 23 percent to uh, 8.4 million. And uh, then the overall income was, was ex- uh, very great, um, and I do believe part of that is because people are realizing the church is important. The government has let us down. The educational system has let us down. The media has let us down. You, you can't really trust the entertainment system, so who can you trust? The church. We've got to invest in our local church. We've got to support global missions, North American missions, and so people have a heart to give. And that's one of the highlights of the whole year was that in such a time of uncertainty and turmoil, the people of God collectively in a great show of unity gave sacrificially to the mission of the church. Uh, so to me, that's been very exciting. Another big highlight was our general conference, one of the greatest attended conferences in in our history, uh, 18,000 registered So we don't know, you know, there may be some who didn't actually show up and not everybody was there every night, but conservatively, I think we could say we had 10,000 on a peak night. So over the week, we probably had most of those 18,000 at one service or the other. And uh, in our history, we we don't have completely definite statistics, but one of the highlights many years ago was uh, about 17,000. Which I think that also included people coming and going during the week. So it was one of our greatest attended ever. And not only that, you know, we tend to say each conference is the greatest because that's the one we remember, that's the one we're at the moment. But I think if you try to be objective as possible, we really had one of the greatest conferences ever as far as a solid move of God, great worship, anointed preaching preaching that from service to service seemed to match as the preachers didn't coordinate their message, but it seemed the spirit did. The last night we had five speakers, actually six speakers, each going less than 10 minutes each, and it dovetailed into one message and one crescendo of a a very powerful outpouring of the Holy Ghost altar call where we all came and prayed and worshiped. Uh, I think we the the message finished something like eight forty five or so, but we continued in prayer and ministry from the pulpit of encouraging prayer and leading in prayer and praying for one another. I think there are many gifts and callings imparted and much encouraging. So I would have to say general conference would be one of the highlights of the whole year for the United Pentecostal Church, and more so than than maybe a, a typical conference. Of course, we had all kind, con- you had the business meeting, we had uh, all kinds of seminars in the day which were very well attended. and I heard some great reports of powerful teaching and ministry. So just overall, I think it was was tremendous. Now, as far as personally, in my general conference message on Thursday night, I related a number of recent testimonies, but one of the highlights would be going to Cuba, which was is a communist country, and over the years, we've had much struggle trying to establish and maintain a church. There was a lot of turmoil, a lot of conflict, but we went there for a unity conference and in a building that was donated to the Apostolic Church, and we brought together people From the UPCI and another apostolic organization that had split off but is being reconciled to us, they wanted to work together and other people. We had 500 in attendance, and the last night I I felt led to preach on faith. We had 75 receive the Holy Ghost in a congregation of 500. That probably represented most of those who needed the Holy Ghost. We had 25 people who claimed specific healings. One was a boy with a broken arm. So in Cuba, you don't have, um, because of uh, shortages, you, they didn't have plaster cast. So they just had to wrap this boy's arm in, in a sling and in a bandage, uh, and you could uh, people could see where the, the bone was broken and dislocated. But after prayer, they saw the bone go back in place and the boy's arm perfectly healed. So that would be an example of a highlight of some great things. But, of course, I was ministering every week across our fellowship, mostly in the U.S. and Canada, but did resume some overseas trips, uh, not only to Cuba but to Ivory Coast as well. And so uh, I saw – I had the opportunity to see many miracles take place. Many people received the Holy Ghost – Uh, Many people come together often for the first time after COVID to be able to have a conference. Uh, And so overall, I believe the church is healthy, strong. There's a sense of unity that goes beyond the surface. And there is uh, definitely an ongoing and increased commitment to missions. Uh, Obviously, we always have problems. We always have difficulties. There, there are always going to be some failures in, in local Areas And part of my job is to deal with problems and failures. But I would say overall, I'm encouraged that the church is growing numerically more than ever before. It's growing financially more than ever before. And it seems that with the emphasis on the fivefold ministry and the gifts of the Spirit, we're shifting into a greater spiritual dimension of revival and growth.